Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room. When it comes to grilling out, this next person takes the crown, but his favorite football team is the king at letting him down. Here he is, producer Eddie. Man, I've become that parent. Which one? So when you uh, go to sports games, you have a bunch of kids that play sports. There are two kinds of parents. The kinds that sit on the bleachers and just kind of show up with nothing. And the ones that come with camping chairs, a cooler, and a tumbler with a drink in it. Man, for years, I was like, I'm not going to be that parent that comes with a camping chair. But I was at the store the other day. I saw a really nice camping chair on sale. I bought two of them. And now I'm that parent. I sit right behind home plate with a camp with a camping chair, my feet up on the fence, and I got a drink. Have you, You've done it, though. I mean, I started doing it now. You it? No. Oh, dude, it's so comfortable. I'm like, why haven't I done this? Why did I judge these people? This is how you watch a sports game. What kind of parent are you? I mean, I borrow camping chairs. I'm the parent that shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I show up and I stand, and then normally when my friends is like, "Hey, I got a, I got an extra chair. You want it? Thank you." She stands awkwardly (laughs) next to the people in the chairs. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. His life goal is to win big in the lottery one day, but for now he'll just continue giving us the bonehead story of the day. Here is lunchbox. This is supposed to be the best time of the year. Summer's right around the corner, which means bikini season. It means Sports Illustrated comes out with. The swimsuit edition. Well, this year I got a boycott. Can't watch. Look at it. They put Martha Stewart, eighty-one years old, on the cover. <laughs> I saw that. Ah, I mean, you, we don't need doing? Grandma on the cover of a magazine. Who says? But do you like, know put her on the cover the, of AARP? The swimsuit <laughs> issue used to be a big thing because you couldn't find everything on the internet because you had to go and get the paper edition, and that just you weren't able to find women in bikinis in a magazine unless you went even further down and you found women naked. So it was a big deal. But now you can see this easily everywhere. You look at women in bikinis every day on your computer. Yeah, but these are women that I haven't seen in bikinis. Like, they got the, the gymnast from LSU. I won't be able to see it because I, I I can't click on Martha Stewart in a bikini. Ugh. 
She's not in a bikini, though. Well, she's good. She's she in, she's in one piece. piece. She's in one piece. Hey, she don't look bad either, dude. She's You're right. She's 81 she, years old. She don't look uh, bad. I mean, 81? 81. A, I don't want to see an 81-year-old in a swimsuit. Well, then close your eyes on the front page. <laughs> oh, man, like bad decisions for Illustrated. Okay. I, I don't think that they care. I think the fact that we're even talking about it, they win. Yeah. Like, that's why they put Martha Stewart on the cover there. Her fun fact last week included rupturing a blood vessel when holding in a sneeze. So the next time you need to let it out, don't be afraid to do so, please. This is Amy. <laughs> I have a neighbor that definitely hates me. Or maybe she doesn't like anybody in our neighborhood. I'm not quite sure, but definitely me. So my dog got out and went and was like over in her yard. And I guess her dog's inside. It was causing them to bark. Was my wife at your house when this happened? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that was a different day. Oh, okay. Uh-oh, well, this must be happening, happening a lot. Right. Okay, go ahead. So here's the thing. My dog has been really bonkers the last month. I thought some of it was medication, and then we took her off the medication, but maybe some of it's still in her system. But yeah, that was awful. <laughs> uh, so she gets out, and she goes over, and I can't get her. I can't get her to come to me, and I can't catch her. And she's over at this one neighbor's house, and their dogs bark, 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 bark. And then I, I hear this door open, and a woman yell out, can you get your dog? And then slams the door. How did she say it? I, I don't know. She just yelled. It was way louder than that, though. And I thought, oh, my gosh, like my heart started racing because I don't want to upset my literal neighbor. And I so I tried to get a car. I'm like, really? This is bad. Did she run in the house? No. Their house she, or no, their yard? Inside. No, she's still in their yard. Finally, I get her. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to go over and apologize. And I know she's home because she just opened the door to yell at me. And I go over and I ring the doorbell. She doesn't answer. So I'm like, maybe she didn't hear. So I knock really loud. She doesn't answer. I'm like, mm, I'll knock again. I knock again. She doesn't answer. She straight up ignored me at her door when I know she's home. She the just, lights go out and you hear everybody, shh. Oh, no. Get on the floor. Get on the floor. She yeah. like, we're not here. So anyway, I. She never answered though, ever? No. Yeah, she didn't like you. Oh, she, I mean, she did not answer. So then I text our other neighbor and I'm like, hey, do you think there's a, how can I properly apologize? Do you have any experience? She goes, yeah, I've never really talked to her. And I'm like, okay. So maybe it's not a you thing. Maybe the lady just doesn't like to get along with, with other people who have crazy dogs. I definitely just want to apologize. But yeah, I mean, and I have to pat. I, it's it's awkward. Like she's so, she's right by me. Apology accepted by me for her. I accept this award in her honor. I say Because it ain't going to matter. She ain't going to like you anyway. Okay. Doesn't seem like she likes anybody. But you have had issues with neighbors everywhere you've gone. Uh-huh. What? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, other one, one, one came out and yelled at you and thought, oh, you're too good to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't yell at me. She sent an email. Right. Even worse. Late Ooh. night. Yeah. Passive Ooh, Even, even worse, worse. I, she said, when, uh, that one's not I thought, true. We're just saying, it's just like, okay, t- yeah. I know, you're a great neighbor, I'm sure. I am a good yeah, neighbor. Yeah, okay. Ray, you're up, buddy. <laughs> From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he dropped chicken on the floor and ate it, all because he wanted to stay fit. Bobby Bones. That's a weird rhyme. I didn't hear a rhyme. Ate it, it, ate it, fit, ate it, 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 stay fit. Uh, Oh, ate it. Yeah, he's got to say it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'd never met Zach Bryan before because he doesn't live in Nashville. doesn't really do any interviews. We've tried to get together a couple times. Like I've been been invited to shows like, hey, Zach's here. He'll do an interview if you want to do one. He'd be happy to do one with you if you want to come to the show and I can't go or I just am lazy or tired. So I never met him. So the Zach Bryan, by the way, is this guy here. So really like his music. Don't know him. But I saw him in Dallas when we went to the ACMs or Frisco. 
he was just standing up at the front desk waiting, just waiting for something. It was early in the morning. He's half asleep. And I was like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go up and say what's up. So I go up and say, hey, man, Bobby Bones, nice to meet you. Nicest dude. Like, couldn't have been nicer and kinder. Just, I guess, just hasn't been here, and I haven't been here. We just haven't. Because I thought, I don't know, maybe he's just too, maybe he's just cool. Too cool for me. I'm not that cool. <laughs> but no, he's super nice. I said, what's going on? He goes, I don't know. Apparently, if you get something mailed here, they send it, like, 10 miles away, then you got to wait for it. So he sat there like for like 15 minutes, just chilling, waiting for his package to wow. get there. Nobody bothered him, but I sat with him for a minute, talked with him, found it to be quite, you know, uh, personable, delightful, and I recorded the whole thing on my phone. Okay, here's my interview. Wait, with you did? No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would never do that. Lunchbox might do that. I would. But I would never do that. But I'm here to report. He was a really nice guy. I don't even know at first if he knew who I was. It was so early in the morning. He was just going to be nice to whomever came up to him. But then finally, I think it kind of set in. But good dude. That's awesome. One day, one day, we'll make it happen. All right. Time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Whoa, whoa, Bobby Bones. My husband and I thought it was best that our 20-year-old daughter lives at home while she's in college. But we've always insisted that she have some kind of job to pay for her own extracurricular activities. She worked in a clothing store for her first year, but then she quit so she could spend more time becoming an influencer. She apparently was making some money at it because she doesn't ever ask us for money. But I feel like she's missing out on the real world experience that a job would provide. Am I right that she should get a real job or should I butt out while she finds her own way? Thanks. I know it sounds weird, but if you can make money being an influencer, that is a real job. It's when a kid goes, I want to be a YouTube star. And a parent's like, that's not a real job. If somebody would have told me after I said, I want to be on the radio and TV, they'd have been like, no, 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 no. People where we live work at the mill. If people would have shut me down, they thought I was so crazy. They, they didn't shut me down. They definitely didn't tell me I could do it, but they just let me be crazy. I'm very thankful for that. But no, if she's making money at it, that's a job. I mean, if it's not OnlyFans, I, you know, <laughs> that's a different kind of influencing. But yeah, you should butt out. If she's able to do something on social media, she's influencing, she's getting paid by brands, she's getting paid by whatever it is, as long as it's legal and you butt out. She is, she got a job. That's a job. Yeah. She got a job. You told her to get a job, she got a job. Also, what do you mean you get a you insist that she live at home at 20. Yeah. Yeah, I'm throwing, I'm chunking the deuces. As soon as I got enough money influencing, I'm uh-huh. going to get my own place. First of all, I would not insist anymore that she live there. If you want to allow her to, I think that's great because she's saving money. But insisting at 20, and then I would say that seems a little controlling, but you're also asking, should you make her get a different job than she has? That also feels, <laughs> maybe it's just hug a little, hug a little lighter. Because these are hugs. These are caring thoughts. But maybe hug just a little lighter and let her know if she needs a harder hug, you will give it to her. But yes, that's absolutely a job. Let her go influence away. And I feel good about that, Amy. I agree. I think she'll find her way as well. And as long as she's making money at that. And then if that goes away, she can navigate a different route. And she can learn certain. She can go to OnlyFans then. (laughs) But you can learn things. Like she could learn, oh, okay, I'm a salesperson. Or I know I like this. Or I can put this outfit together. It is a real job though. Yeah. You have to think. You have to produce. Mm -hmm. You have to have people engage. That's a job. Thank you. The end. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We told you guys Bed Bath & Beyond was going out of business. And so I guess they're doing liquidation. Yeah, everything's got to go. You went? I went. I wanted to go check it out. I wanted to get all the deals. And I walk in 
It's a sad sight, guys. Mm. The shelves are half empty. The cut, the employees, all their heads are down. Are there any beds? There is like half the stuff. So half the shelves. Are any bats? Are... No. What? What about the beyond? Any beyond? <laughs> I was like, beds? I don't remember seeing any beds. So, so that's crazy. All the employees' heads were down? Like, like they were just like walking around like, no need to help you because I'm not going to have a job either way. So they were like... Oh, they were that sad. Yeah, I feel like they were real sad. Like, it wasn't a joyful... Like, it felt like a funeral. And you walk in, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get such great deals. It's only 10% off. Like, uh, hello, you're going out of business. Let's go 50%. Well, maybe they're still selling stuff, though. So they don't have to mark it all the way down. If- oh, no, no. Here's the problem. Oh. They mark everything all the way up. Because you guys talk about this thing called an air fryer. It's like, I'm going to go in and get me an air fryer. Let's go. Going to get a great deal. They got it for sale for $190. Well, that must be a really, really nice uh, air fryer. Uh, well, I look online. You can get it for $90. Same one? Same one. So they no chance. It. No chance. They marked it up? There's no. Yeah. So All right, guys, we're closing. We've lost so much money. Let's double the prices of everything and get back to even, I've and we'll call it a day. Never heard of that. I. That's not the truth. <laughs> they can't possibly be the truth. Are you sure you're looking one? at the right tag? Are you sure you're looking at the right air fryer? Yeah. I went, on, I went on Amazon and typed in the exact same one. And you're telling me. It was 90 bucks for the one on Amazon, 190 at Bed Bath & Beyond. Yes. Let me, I'll pull out the picture so Mike can Google it and make sure I'm not crazy. No, no, no. You're crazy anyway. But still, the, <laughs> you have a picture of the one from Bed Bath & Beyond? Yep. That's it, Mike. Look it up. See how much you can get it for on Amazon. He's so forceful with his direction. <laughs> hey, hey, idiot. No, no, Google this. No, no, no. You guys call me the idiot, so no. I, I get a, I get offended when I know I'm right. I don't think anybody said idiot. We just didn't believe it because that's not common. We're well, like, wow. I mean, that's maybe why they're going out of business. Because they're more... <laughs> yeah. Because they have it for a crazy price at their store, and I can go online and buy it for $100 cheaper. And you're sure the tag said 190 Yes. You have a picture of the tag? Uh, let me see. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because we're just, we're just believing you if that's the case. No, because I went in there because I had gift cards to Bed Bath & Beyond, and the last day you could use them was May 8th. Oh, wow. Um, for the kind that you're looking at, the the Pro Plus, uh, the... Power XL. Power XL Vortex. Pro, there's a difference. There's a $97 one, but there's also a $189 This one. is the 10-quart. Yes, but... This is a, there's two different, they're both 10 quarts. There is a mm. difference though in a $97 one and the $187 one. Oh. Well, there you go. Problem solved. Yeah. The, uh, yes. But I do see they do look very similar. Very similar. So, yes, I was just shocked that it's only 10% <laughs> off. And then I thought, okay, they're marking everything up to make you think you're getting a deal. Yeah. But man, guys, if you want to go and get something, you better hurry because they're not restocking those shelves and it's just, like a desert out there. Tumbleweeds going across. A desert. Oh. Yeah. Deserted. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so right, should then. Lunchbox Man. apologize to Well, I just think I BBB. can see where they're very similar, but they do look the same. The same brand. There's just a difference in one of them where one's 97 and one's 189. Yeah, and I don't know when the store's closing. What so you should do, they should match prices. Take a picture of the $89 one in mm-hmm. and be like, I can get this for $89 here and see if they match you that. I wonder if they still do that. It's probably lawless in there. You can do whatever you want. Oh, see, that's you what can, I'm saying. If I'm, an, steal, murder, if I'm yeah. an employee, I'd just be like, just take it. Just like, just go ahead and have it. Maybe you'll get a job there real quick. Then, <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> like, what, what difference does it make? Like, I, you want, you really want me to check you out or you just want to walk out? It doesn't matter. Who gives like, a crap, right? Their heads are hanging <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, their heads are hanging. Like, we, we ain't got nothing to do. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 
My name's Ashley Adams. She graduated from Texas Lutheran University over the weekend. Big deal. Everybody's there. Parents there. Grandparents there. Except what was cool was they graduated with her. Not just watching it. Yeah, after completing her education degree, while her mom worked on her master's degree, her dad, a retired Army veteran, graduated with a business major at the same time. I mean, they and here's the, the picture of all of them together. And a little bit, the daughter's got to be like, this is my day. Yeah, a little bit, for sure. <laughs> like, I mean, it's super cool. That's really cool that everybody's back. And the grandparents are there with them. No, I do. I think it's really amazing that the parents went back, too, to continue their education if it's that's what's important to them. But the daughter's like, yeah. But, yeah, and was her college experience, like, with her parents? I, I don't think they were. They didn't dorm together. Can you imagine? <laughs> ah, uh, oh, it's it's 1 a.m. This You're at a frat party? Excuse me? Dad, you just got home? <laughs> but, or, or, why is Dad doing a keg stand? I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so congratulations to Ashley Adams and her f- whole family. Like, they made it a priority of education, and they did it all together, and I love to see it. But the, her grandparents, I think, also went back later in life and graduated as well. Wow. So. So that's what's up. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to the game of the day. We're going to play Fictional TV Towns. I'll give you the name of Fictional TV Town. All you have to do is give me the TV show. Okay. For example, Tree Hill, North Carolina. One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill. Oh, okay, so You know I love to get an example. Right now, Lunchbox, he's on the starting blocks when it's like, here's an example. Everybody's still kind of relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Just an intimidation factor. He's ready guys. to go. I'm going to put Lisa on real quick. Lisa's our listener. Lisa, you can pick Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie. Who's better at naming fictional TV towns? If they win, you win. What do you got, Lisa? Uh, Eddie. Yeah. Mr. Game Winner. They call him MGW. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. And I'll tell you, I didn't know that example, though. Oof, I would have gotten that one wrong. You have time to hear it before he screamed it. That's true. That's yeah, true. here we go. There are seven of these. We're keeping score. All right. Number one, Dillon, Texas. What TV show is based in Dillon, Texas? I'm in. In for the win. Amy. Friday Night Lights. Lunchbox. Friday Night Lights. Eddie. Friday Night Lights. Correct. So good. One point. So good. So good. Everybody. Never watched it. You'd love it, dude. You need to go watch it. It's homework. Next up. Springfield. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Amy? Simpsons. Lunchbox? The Simpsons. Eddie? The Simpsons. Correct. Nice job, everybody. 100% so far. Still easy. Bikini Bottom. What? Bikini Bottom. I'm in. Bikini Bottom? This is the worst game possum. I know, dude. Come on, stop. 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 Just stop. It has. There's only one show that could beat that. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, only yeah, one yeah, show. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I mean. He's getting so bad at he's this. He's just George Jones of trivia. <laughs> I'm trying the to possum. think of the what possum. else could it be. Baywatch? Lunchbox, what do you have? Baywatch. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's the only. Yeah. That's Because they wear bikinis. Bikini yeah. Bottom on Baywatch. Can you imagine being a lifeguard at Bikini Bottom Beach? Wow. That'd be cool. So I'm saying, I don't, I, I have no idea. Amy Eddie. SpongeBob SquarePants. I've never seen that. Do you think he overcommitted to possum? Now we call him out, so he misses it on purpose <laughs> to throw him off about future possums? Yeah. 
literally uh, never seen that show. That, that's a strategy. I did not think you would go next level like that. Let's box. That's no, see, guys, I don't play possum. Yeah. I really had no idea. <laughs> you oh, see, man. you're dedicated. Cape Side, Massachusetts. The what? Cape Side, Massachusetts. The fictional town on what TV show? Okay. Oh, no. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. No, you already oh, said in. in. Uh, I, 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 I ain't changing. Can that change it? You, no, if you said you're in, you're in. Okay, fine. You're in. Original answer, Eddie. Outer Banks. Lunchbox? Dawson's Creek. Amy? Gossip Girl. And Lunchbox is back in it with Dawson's Creek. Let's go. What? Respect Pacey. Wow, he's back in. He tied it up. Wow. So his strategy did pay off. <laughs> no, I would be in the Amazing. lead. I'd be in the lead. Hey, they're playing checkers. You're playing 3D chess. Wow, oh, man. Nice. You're so smart. Yeah. Hey, you guys are just haters because I'm good. The Mayberry, Pumpson. North Carolina. What? You heard what I said. Oh, so play possum. Oh, she's playing possum. That's not possum. That's not possum. That's not possum. Yeah, it is. That's I'm not. like she didn't hear it. I'm like she doesn't know. Like she's shocked by that town. Mayberry, North Carolina. An answer. Everybody in? in? I'm in for the win. Amy? Andy Griffith Show? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Lunchbox? Andy Griffith Show. I mean, Eddie? Andy Griffith Show. There needs to be a rule about possum. Like, <laughs> this is really, we just can't I prove possum. possum. Oh, just, oh, yeah. Okay, no. sure you were. All right, I next did. up. Hawkins, Indiana. There are three left. Hawkins, Indiana. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Dang it. Don't come to me first. Okay. I'm in. Amy? <laughs> <laughs> 70s show? Lunchbox? Parks and Rec. Dang Eddie? That's str Stranger Things. Stranger Things is correct. Oh. Eddie takes the lead. Wow! Last one, Mike? Come on, baby. Come on. Oh, it's... Oh man, I'm in Pawnee, Indiana. Wow. I'm in for the win. I'm in. I'm in. I'm gonna tell you, that's some bad acting. This caught some bad acting. Big whiff of it. Lunchbox. I'm so mad right now. Because you know that I gave away the answer on the last and one. And he did the whole. <laughs> no, I, I he did. He knew it. Go ahead. I, I, it's yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah. Golly. Eddie. Lisa. Let's go, Parks and Rec. Wow, Amy. I gave uh, it to Amy's him. writing something down right now. No, no, Amy. I, yeah. I gave it to I, him. You write a diary journal. Did I'm you know that if I went against Parks and Rec on the last no one? No chance. Go ahead. No. 70 show. Uh. If I wouldn't have guessed Our on the winner, last Eddie, one. MGW, MGW. Oh, wow. Somebody get him a big Ooh. big Ooh. chain. This is MGW. Fabulous. Mr. Game winner. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Lisa, you oh. won. Eddie won. You got you a Sonic gift card. Hey, Lisa. Lisa, how do you feel? Oh, great. <laughs> That's right. Eddie, how does she feel? Lisa feels good. good. Oh, oh, she feels, feels so good. good. Uh. Uh. All right. Lisa, stay on the phone. We're going to get you a prize. Eddie, nice job. Come on. Dang. Hey, get that chain, dude. I'll MGW. Wear it. I'm not buying you a chain. Hey, everywhere I go, he doesn't even win that many he games. He does win most games. No, yeah, he most usually, games. Usually, the only game he doesn't win is when I play. No, well, maybe wrong. I'm at MGW. No, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, maybe I should get me a chain. <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. 
Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah Yeah Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lunchbox, did you happen to run into Amy's sister when you guys were in Texas? Oh, yeah, I did see her. I mean... Why are you acting like that? Like, I don't know. She was in VIP, and I'm like, this girl doesn't deserve to be here, and... Okay, here's the backstory for everybody. Amy's sister and her husband have a show on HGTV called Building Roots. It was... Its first season been renewed for a second. Might as well be called Poopy Poop. Okay, he acts I wonder, this I wonder if they way. thought about poopy yeah. poop. See how mature yeah. he is? And he wonders why producers are like, oh. So he had two huge holes in his roof, and he just waited to get them fixed by the TV show. Yeah, because they told me I was going to be the A segment on their show. They were like, oh, my gosh, you're perfect A segment. They were stringing me along. Why and didn't then, they pick him? And then they the ghosted end. me. He Yes, he did meet with producers. I don't think Lunchbox realizes that the homes on HGTV, it, even if they're part of the project and being featured and they're the A storyline, it's an investment from the homeowner. HGTV you doesn't pay, pay for, yeah, I told you for take every project that airs. So, I mean, there's certain deals you might get or whatnot, depending on the project, but the homeowner's paying. And 
Lunchbox, he doesn't want to pay. He's acting like. No, I said I would take a loan. I'm telling you. You're saying that to us. They ghosted me. No, no, no. You're saying that to us. What did you say to them? I told them I'd pay for it. I said, let's go. A story. I'm like, great. They said Amy would be a B. I'm like, yeah, she is kind of a B level. (laughs) But I don't understand. I'm just hearing two different versions. Is he not telling the truth? It's Listen, I, I don't know. It seems like he has a different version of okay. everything. Okay, fair enough. So he did not get picked to go on the show, and he's been holding it against Amy and Amy's sister especially ever since. So I heard you ran into her. Lunchbox, your version of that story, how'd it go? Uh, I just went up to her. I was like, oh, there's that girl that's on that crappy TV show on HGTV. You know, what are you doing up here? We should get you out of here. Yeah, uh, you don't want to. I don't know why you wouldn't cast me. You guys really messed up. Missed your opportunity. And that was it? Yeah. Amy, what's your version of that? Okay, he did say to her that they messed up, and they did they they're missing out. However, he's he'd like another shot at another interview. Oh, you he begged. And he went and begged for another. He interview. said oh, he said, no. look, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with you know. Is there going to be a season three? Because I know you're already doing season two. <laughs> what are you but, do? Kick a hole in the wall? Yeah, he's what's like next? he's like I think I think I got it squared away. Like I'll pay for it. My family will be involved. Because that was another thing, too. He's so private about his I family. I thought he said he'd already pay for it, so why is he saying he'd pay for it now? That's his story. Yeah, I don't he, exactly. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, also, Lunchbox is so private about his family, but then suddenly when they were like, we want your family to be a part of it, I, I don't know that he also saw that part. I think he just wanted to be him. Mm-hmm. His house, just him. Ah. And so <laughs> I live here by myself. <laughs> little bachelor. Anyway, it's all, it's sort of shifted, and I think, to me, or from what I heard from my sister, it's like he was positioning himself to do a different pitch and to woo producers this time. But then why do you keep calling it poopy poop? Why do you keep slamming it if you want another shot? Look, I mean, if they want to come crawling back, I'm They don't need to crawl I, I back. Mean, he's crawling if back. If they want to, what do you call him, gobble? If they Gra- wanna, no, grovel. If they want to grovel, yeah. I'm going to give people a second chance. That's the only way you'd be on the show is if they beg you back. Yep. Okay, you're right. He's, he's doing two whole stories here. That's what oh, I'm no, saying. Like, you know what I mean? You, some Someone burns you. Like It's like, ah, can I trust him again? But in, in this world, it's all about forgiveness and giving people a second chance. So I'm willing to give them a second chance if they want to you know, talk to me again and put me on the show. Poopy poop. That show. Yeah, poopy poop. Okay. But then I, it'll be turned into greatness. I do think Lunchbox would be good for it. I agree. But producers, I mean, obviously they weren't having a good day or they no, were. Obviously you didn't want to pay for it like everybody else. And then you didn't want to put your family on there like everybody else. I'm just saying, if they want to grovel. I'm just saying. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that happened. Okay. Yeah, that happened. Good. What happened with Jordan Davis? What do you mean? At the festival. Uh, did, did you take something? Uh, no, his? I didn't take something of his. I, oh, um, no. oh, I I came up with a new business idea. So you didn't take a set, like a set list of his? No, no, I did. And I got him to sign but it. But I just said, what did you take? And you said <laughs> nothing. But it wasn't his. It was just sitting there. Okay, go ahead. Like, it wasn't like his personal one. And I said, man, a light bulb went off. Bobby's always Where like... Where was it sitting now? On the stage. Got it. And so I was like, a light bulb moment. And I was like, this is a business. Bobby's always saying, hey, you always got to be thinking about new businesses and pitch them. And it's called <laughs> Selling Signed... say that? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Selling Signed Set List. So you go to these concert with these artists and you get the set list from that night. You get them to sign it. And then, boom, we put it on eBay. And I got Jordan Davis's set list, and I got him to sign it. Like, he came <laughs> off the stage, and I got him. I cornered him. He did corner I, him. And, I mean, I got him to sign it. Yeah, but that happens a lot on eBay. Isn't that like memor- memorabilia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's our business. That's selling signs. But you're going go to you're gonna go to all huh. these concerts? Yeah. <laughs> and it's all wrinkled. And how are you going to get them? 
Boom. Jordan Davis signed it. I haven't got audio of him signing it, so there's proof. Yeah. And we will film. What's the audio? It's no, it's me. Hey, Jordan Davis, can I get you to sign this, and we'll put it up on uh, Instagram. I think Jordan thought it was for charity, though. That's I'm all right. He can sure. dig that all he wants. We'll give 2% to charity. <laughs> 2%. <laughs> What are you selling it for? Huh. I don't know how you're going to get all these set lists, though. You had access to the stage because you're working. Yeah, Normally exactly. you don't. I'm backstage pretty much every concert I go to. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I yeah. like the idea. I'm out of this business idea. What? I don't want to be a part of this one. Or I, I get in cahoots with the artists. Like, I'm like, hey. Cahoots. Like, hey, man, I know you got a concert tonight in Denver. Can you send me the signed set list? Like, Thanks. who would you be able to ask that to? Everyone that comes in this room. <laughs> Every single artist that comes to this room. You don't room, talk hey, to any of the artists. You never, you but know, I will. crossword puzzles the whole time. <laughs> but I will. I mean, if I got business on the line, businessman making business deals trying to get that money, you got to start talking. Why not just have them make a set list here and sign it here? There you go. I'm not saying that. We're not going to do that, Scoop. Uh -oh. oh, that's a good idea, you Scuba. Just, you just, no, no. <laughs> Tell them when they're coming in, they need to bring a signed set list. But I also think it's cool, like, if someone's in, you know, my note, North Dakota or whatever. Uh, my not? No, it's my note. No. My note. I don't know. Don't argue it's one thing to change it right <laughs> after that. Go ahead. But let's say they're at that show and it has the name of the city on the set list. Yeah. They're more inclined to pay more money for well, it. Well, then you could print out 20 of them with all the cities on the tour here. Wow. And have but that's whole. not authentic. Yeah, I want to I be authentic-sized. <laughs> yeah. Authentic-sized. Okay. So I think it's a great business. Yeah. And so I'm about to put the Jordan Davis one up for sale. He sang songs like World Spins, <laughs> no, no, Singles. No, no, don't, hold, on, hold on. Do that again. So tell me the name of the full songs that he sings. Go ahead. World Spins. That's not the name of the song. Singles. That's not the name of the song either. Slow Dance. Nope. Next Thing. Nope. Maybes. No. Take It. No, no, no. Tell me. Dirt. The, Dirt. Give the me the, song, the real song. That's what it says on his set list. I don't know, but what's the first one? World Spins. What's that song he's playing there? I don't know. What My World Spins Around? I, I don't know. I don't know that song. Okay. What's the next one? Singles. Oh, if he singles you up. Boom. Go ahead. Okay. Is that really him? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Slow dance in a parking lot. Which was labeled as slow dance? Yeah. Yeah. Next thing. Don't know that one. Next thing you know. Never heard it. Yeah, he played here in the studio. Go ahead. Maybes. Maybe yes, maybe no. I don't Almost know. Almost maybes. Right? Is I don't know. Is, yeah. is it a miss? Yeah. Almost maybes. Mm -hmm. uh, take it. Take it or leave it. Take it from me. Oh. Take it from me. Yeah. Okay. And then dirt. I know that one. It's by dirt. Yeah. So yeah, we got Imagine it right here. Imagine we got Luke to sign it too. Oh, wow. Dirt. Why would I have Luke sign? Dang, and Luke was there. Dirt. You missed they did out. did by dirt together. Yeah. Oh, Luke's on that song? Uh-huh. Dang. But yeah. he wasn't part of the set list. Dang. Yeah. Okay, anyway. And it says Saturday, May 13th, everything. Like, it has everything. That's what I'm saying. It but you can print all that off, too. Just do it for every show. Just print off the city. But this is legit. Okay. So, if anybody... I'm going to put it up for sale on eBay. Okay, thank you. How do they find you on nah, eBay? don't worry about it. I ain't sharing that crap. Selling storage <laughs> units. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's Tabitha from Indiana. Hey, Bobby, I've got a show recommendation for you. I feel like we have very similar tastes in shows, and this one is great. I know you'll love it. It is called From, and you can watch it on Prime. It's really great. Kind of got that apocalyptic feel a little bit. I really think you'll love it. But FYI, not suitable for children. Very, very gory. I'll check it out. From. Why are we naming shows such generic words now? <laughs> oh, you guys got to check out the new show, The... <laughs> Wait, what? If. The. Yeah. Huh? That's the new show. What's it called? Huh? No, no. What's the new? Huh. It's a whole who's on first routine. Huh? So, okay. It's a 89% audience score, 96% critic score. Wow, it's pretty good. I may have to check that out. That is From. It's the show's from, called From. from. Yeah, no, no, no. Where? That's what I'm saying. It's oh, the show's oh, okay. called From. 
Yes, thank you, Tabitha. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, this is awesome. Amazon will pay you $10 if you just go pick up your packages instead of having them delivered to your house. They're paying us to be the delivery person to us. Interesting. Yes. It's all come full circle, guys. We used wow. to do that anyway back in the old days, and now we're getting paid to do what we used to do back in the old days. How far is this place? It depends. Like, it might be a Whole Foods if that's near you or an Amazon packing center. Like, they have different areas where you can pick it up. <laughs> They're going to pay us to go get our own groceries. <laughs> I love it. Or other items, because Whole Foods is owned by Amazon. So I might—I was thinking I might order like a shirt and go pick it up at Whole Foods. What if we grab somebody else's and drop it off on the way? Nice oh. side business. I don't know. I don't know if you get That's paid good for stuff, that. Dude. But they already have that too. It's... Apparently, this isn't even new, but now it's just spreading because Amazon pay us to take a clothes hanger, and make an <laughs> antenna on top of our TV, and get TV that way. It's everything old now. They want to pay us to do again. Wow. Wow. Yeah, they've sent out some emails letting people know, like, hey, this is an option, and now it's starting to catch on. It comes Pony Express, news of that they'll pay you to go do... That's crazy they're going to pay you to get your own groceries. Okay, what else you got? An Alabama bill that is in the works uh, could make forgetting to scan a self-checkout item a felony, which... That's stupid. Well... A felony. Okay, well, you could say, dear... Let's watch Rob store on the air once. Didn't even get a felony for that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alabama State Representative Prince Chestnut. His is, name's Prince Chestnut. That is for legit. sure a character from a Disney story. <laughs> this has got to be a joke. Yes. No, no. H, uh, whatever. H, Prince Chestnut. No. Again, even more of a character. No, I think this is the name of the bill. HB 288. Okay. It could make it a felony if you steal a, co- a shopping cart, if you uh, steal a candy bar. And then the big one is if you forget to scan something in your car, self-checkout could get you 20 years in prison. What? Yes. Uh, well, I've done that, but I went The decision not. makers that are running this country at times, mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of faith in. It's one of those times. This will never be a felony. A lot of people forget or they think, I've, I thought I've scanned stuff before and I'm, did that go in? Did, did that scan? Yeah. Or an apple. I will scan an apple. Mm-hmm. You got to call somebody over. That's dumb. That will never pass. I think too many people are just stealing stuff at self-checkouts. They just got to create a better rule instead of 20 years in the big house. Yeah. <laughs> the Retail Crime Prevention Act. Death we'll, penalty. We'll see what yes. happens. Yes, okay. Uh, Luke Combs taught Ed Sheeran how to shotgun a beer. So that Ed posted it on Instagram. Here's a clip. By the way, for context, Luke is... Uh, what, what's the shooting? Shotgun. Luke is teaching me how to shotgun a bit. You want to be mindful of where your top is. Because once that opens, beer's coming out of that if it's pointing at the ground. All right, counts down. Three, two, one. That's really impressive. <laughs> it feels like he's teaching him how to shoot a gun. Like, you got to be mindful where, the, where you're <laughs> aimed. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to make sure it's not. Three, two... I mean, it also feels like that lesson could be used with firearms. But I saw Luke and Ed together at the ACMs. I mean, Ed's always super cool, super nice, like normal as could be. And Luke did two songs in a row. He did his song, and then he came out on the Ed song right after. And I I was with Luke right after that. I was, I was like, what do you do in that minute and a half between songs? And he's like, catch your breath, walk out, get re-nervous because you have to go sing with Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And Luke has to sing that song up an octave, mm-hmm. he said, because Ed sings higher than he does. Mm-hmm. And so try to get himself in the right space to go from her to her. It's not that drastic, wow. but that. Well, he did it. 
That performance that's, was awesome. That's right, it was, yes. I'm Amy, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. The Moore family from Buffalo, New York, have been fostering kids for years. But five years ago, they got a little girl named Cece. She was two months old when they fostered her. And, man, she was at the house for 1,954 days until they can officially adopt her. Now she's permanently part of that family. And the story really doesn't go into what took so long. But I imagine... COVID had to be a part of it, right? COVID probably. See, I fostered up my kids for three years. And that was COVID. But A thousand days. Thousand days. It's been one thousand days since he got all his kids. But there's so many variables. Like um, sometimes, you know, some of the family members come out and they'll be like, "Oh, we'll, we'll take them," and then they have to do this process and they uh, wait for like six months. Then they fail tests and then they got to start all over. If an aunt and uncle would have come out with your sons, yeah, and said, which they did, and said, "We want them." What? It's aunt and it's not mom and dad, mm-hmm. but it's aunt and uncle. But you've had them for I don't know, say a year at this point. Who wins? So the aunt and uncle probably has priority, but they've got to, I mean, prove that they have a full-time job. they got to pass so drug tests. So if they can't tests. prove it, that's... Okay, so what if it's like a third cousin and the mailman? Ooh, that's tough. Okay, then that's where it starts to be this... <laughs> yeah, I don't know okay, about all that. Got it, got it, got it. So after... How many days again? I mean, it was one thousand, almost two. It was almost two thousand days. Five years. Yeah, pretty amazing. Crazy. So now that's if they got her a baby though, it's like that's all the baby knows. Is exactly. That's like your youngest son. Mm-hmm. You got him as a baby. We had to tell him the other day that he didn't come from mommy's belly. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because he asked. He was like, "Oh my god, well, I can't believe I came from your belly." And my, my wife's like, "Oh, I guess I got to tell him right here." And he was like, okay, okay. I came from her. Did you say take him from another part of her body? No. Because oh. no, no. <laughs> I'd have no, freaked out. I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> came from her uh, elbow. <laughs> great story. Love that they stayed committed and finally were able to adopt her. That's that's great. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You guys want to fix a kid's problem? Of course. What a fun segment this would be is if we fix kids' problems. <laughs> Never thought about that as a segment. We were all once kids. Yeah. We know. Here's Colton from Missouri. Howdy, studio. I have a girlfriend right now, and this other girl at school likes me. I don't like her at all. I was wondering, do I tell my girlfriend that this other girl likes me, or do I just not say anything? Just wondering. Thanks. Let's fix the kid's problem. Huh. You don't say anything. Because why? She's going to be awkward for everybody. Your girlfriend's going to be like, why... Like, then I hate her, and then she's probably going to be mean to her, and then you got one group of friends being mean to another group of friends, or even just mean to that one girl. Just don't say anything. But does that show extra loyalty to your current girlfriend? To do what? To tell her that somebody else likes you? Yeah. No. I to tell my and wife, I, and I don't hold like on, if I tell every, my wife, every girl that likes there's probably not uh, a lot to say. Every girl. Yeah, it was not a lot to tell. Yeah, but, yeah. No, it would be if, I guess, if he were to be like, I kind of like this other person. That's where the trouble would come uh. from. There's nothing for you to share with your current girlfriend. And we just solved a kid's problem. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no, I think there's something there. <laughs> if you're a kid and you have a problem, you can leave us a message on our request line. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number. 877-77-BOBBY. Now time for the morning corny. The morning corny. What kind of exercise do lazy people do? What? Diddly squats. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. Pretty good. 
We'll do a segment on the show called Spill the Tea. It's basically just someone tattletelling. And then I'll go, let's spill the tea. And then he hits this. Let's spill the tea. So we're just going to have this meeting up front with everybody. Amy has a new suggestion for the segment. Oh. Just a way to add to it because... it's The segment overall just feels negative. And so I thought we could put a positive spin on it. Like, whoever wants to spill the tea can still spill it. But if they choose to spill the tea on whomever, then at the end of the segment, they also have to throw in something they like about the person or something positive about the person or something good. Highs and lows. You yeah. still, yeah, you still, it, it balances out. You still spill the tea. Let's, let's be honest. It's mostly lunchbox doing it to Eddie or vice versa. Yeah. And so lunchbox Sometimes would say, one of these guys hop in. Like, Ray's got a spill of tea that I'm going to do in just a second. But go okay. ahead. Go ahead. So, well, we can try it out. So whenever he does it, let's see who he does it against. And then he has to say something nice about the person. First of all, how do we feel about this? Oh, uh, that's I what we like call it. a rejected segment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ray, go ahead and hit it. <laughs> rejected well, segment. That's funny. He got you there. Well, hey. That's, that's pretty good. Though. He got you there. What do you mean, whatever? I, I actually, that, yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually yeah, secretly a little happy because I never Amy, make rejected segments. Yeah, there you go. There and you go. I, I kind of want yeah. to. Okay. So. Um, how do we feel about if you spill the tea on someone, you have to say something nice about them to you? Who's all voting? Don't like it. Uh, anybody can vote on this. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone want it to happen? Yeah, I'm game. I want to hear Lunchbox have to compliment people. <laughs> yeah, but yes. it's going to be some kind of twisted compliment. Okay, that's one vote. Yes. And then everybody who thinks it's a dumb idea or thinks it's not proper for the segment, say aye. 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 Well, uh, motion you- rejected. All right, Ray, let's spill the tea. Uh. Let's spill the tea. Now, this person spilling the tea is not Eddie or Lunchbox. It is Raymundo who's going to spill some funny tea. Ray, you ready? Yep. Go. So we were in the parking lot. We are all just hanging out. It was me, Eddie. Lunch was there maybe. And then there was a guy from upstairs, the Top 40 station. And he came out there and we were talking about your parking spot, how you get it. And we always and we were joking. Yeah, we tow people if they get in Bobby's spot. And we're all just joking around. And then we were talking about vehicles. And the guy from upstairs goes, well, Eddie, why is your face not on the station vehicle? Because it's Amy and I. Right. Right. And I assumed Eddie was going to say, oh, that's nice of you, man. That's really, really nice of you to say that. That, that means a lot. Instead, Eddie goes, I'm, I'm, I'm actually talking to corporate about that, uh, trying to do something about that. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're the video guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is it just you two? Because he said that Lunchbox is on it, too. It's just Amy and I. That makes it feel better. Because I was like, if Lunchbox is on it, I mean, I, I don't understand why they can't just put one more person on there. I talk on the radio. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you lied and said you were talking to, or are you talking to corporate? I have not talked to corporate about it. Did you know Ray heard this? No, I had no idea. Did you say this as a joke or were you saying it because you were embarrassed that you weren't on it? I mean, a little half and half. Yeah. But I mean, deep inside, I mean, I was joking about the whole like, oh, I'm going to talk to corporate. Deep inside though, I'm like, why am I not on that van? Mm -hmm. I've seen other stations too across the country with vans. I'm not on those either. How much does it cost to rewrap a van? You're going to pay for it? Add one dude on it. Probably a few thousand bucks to rewrap it. That's a lot of money. But why just one? Why not? Why just you and not Lunchbox? Well, I mean, I'm just going to fight for myself. I'm not fighting for this guy. (laughs) Okay. I mean... Anything you want to say to to Ray putting this out there? Yeah, Ray. Like, he didn't even mention that. Like, this is what bothers me about Spill the Tea. But you spilled you the same crap, so be careful. Well, look, here's what bothers me about it. He was right there. Why couldn't he say, oh, that's so funny, dude. I'm going to say that. I'm going to bring that to the air. Nothing. He just saves it, and like three days later, I have to hear about it. 
Now, Ray, would you like to say something nice about Eddie? Yes, Eddie is very hilarious, but being hilarious doesn't get you on vans. There it is. Thank you, everybody. That was a backhanded compliment. That was like a positive with a negative. Okay, can you give him a straight positive? (laughs) Yes, you're so funny that you could brighten somebody's day in less than five seconds. There it is. That's right. Wow, that does make me feel better. See? See? Oh, I'm I'm second guessing. Maybe we should. (laughs) No, it is so stupid. It ruins the whole bit. Imagine Lundfox having to do it. It's going to be good. It's going to be hard for him. It's like good practice for him complimenting people. But what if he can't do it and he refuses to do it and he gives a bad one or gives like an insult at the end? Because he'll do, we can't like enforce it. Okay. So like if he does it about Abby, it's going to be really hard for him to be Oh, I don't know if he can do that. So what if he spills the tea? And then if he doesn't put a compliment at the end, we just shut his microphone down for the rest of the day. Okay. Love it. Love it. Perfect, man. I'll go home. <laughs> that's not me. That's cool. Let's no, do that. No, you can't go home. You have to that, sit there. That's not how that was the rule. <laughs> so yeah, we got to figure this one out. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
mm. in Minnesota. People were just doing their normal stuff in the morning, and all of a sudden, poop starts to hit their windshield. Like, bah, 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 bah. and people are like, "What's happening?" And then for like three blocks, it was just poop everywhere, and not bird poop. Oh, okay. oh. that's what I was picturing. Uh uh-uh. uh. So what kind? Well, they think that a bathroom could have been mid-flight, like they oh, released it. No, I just would. I just think they. Pro- I don't know. Don't you not do that over where people live? Don't you, if you're going to do that? Do you even do that if you're a commercial airliner? Don't you land and they take it out there? That's a good question. You, I would think you don't just go, Cowabunga! <laughs> and free it because of this. <laughs> drive through customers at Caribou Coffee in Burnsville, Minnesota experienced what seemed like a bunch of poop hitting their cars. Again, there are a lot of theories. They even say it could have been a very large flock of birds, but they all had to poop at the same time. <laughs> Most think that it was a mid-flight release of a toilet. Yeah, I've always wondered about that. Where yeah, does once, that go? Well, once, Dave Matthews Band, I believe, and I'm going to use this, I'm going to say the word alleged because I'm not sure exactly right. I don't want to get in trouble if I say it wrong. They released a bus thing, a toilet in the water, and it went on people in a boat underneath them. Oh, no. Oh. I don't think he was on the bus. I think some, one of the crew... <laughs> Oh, I fact check that one for me, Mike D, if you don't mind. But I think that was the story where they released it and there was a place you could release it. I don't think they were releasing it in the wrong place, but that they didn't see the boat below. They do that on the bus? I don't do that yeah, on the well, bus. Yeah, we, we don't do that. That's our rule. So I don't know. Well, we kind of have a rule. You don't go number two on the bus. Right, right, right. I mean, if you have to, you have to. But we make enough gas station stops. That you just, <laughs> you're good. You're good. And this is a while ago, but... Yeah, this is it. It was the afternoon of August 8th, 2004. People were on an architectural boat cruise traveling along the Chicago River. They get an unwelcome surprise while passing under the Kinsey Street Bridge. The Dave Matthews <laughs> tour bus was driving across the bridge. Someone on board dumped 800 pounds of human waste on top of the wow. open-air open cr- By the way, that's a lot of pounds. 800 pounds? pounds? Jeez, guys. Are they stopping at every Mexican restaurant <laughs> <laughs> in the entire Midwest? Wow. Golly. We had people in Minnesota just boom, 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 boom. Getting pooped on. Man. That is crazy. That's disgusting. I don't even like talking about that stuff in the morning, but that's so funny that I had to outweigh. You got this much poop in this hand, this yeah. much poop in this hand. This is a funny, uh, the funny hand outweighed the other one. Uh, napping can boost your creativity, particularly if you think you're, uh, you know, if you're thinking about something creative as you fall asleep. So apparently, if you're thinking about whatever you're trying to figure out, you continue to subconsciously think about it, and then you wake up. And they say you can actually be a little farther along. My issue is if I have ideas for songs or not so much segments, but songs or jokes, sometimes I'll wake up and put on my phone and I'm half asleep. And then I don't even understand I'm going to wake up. It's like I was writing a different language when I was asleep. So I don't agree with this so much, but I never do it napping. I only do it when I sleep. And I'm like, man, oh yeah, there was poop in a bus. (laughs) (laughs) So napping boosts creativity. And there was a guy who survived on just soda for 17 years. Now, the question is, do you believe him? No. Well, he has diabetes now, right? But I'm telling you, Mountain Dew, I probably did it for like two. I didn't do it for 17, but I probably lived on Mountain Dew alone for like two years. But a guy claims he stopped eating food one day and has just drank soda. 58 years old. He says the sight of food makes him nauseous. And so he's been just drinking a little bit of water and then Pepsi and Coke for 17 years. He woke up one day, had a weird feeling in his mouth. Went to all these doctors because he couldn't get this tingle out of his mouth. In the end, he felt like he was allergic to food. Whatever, whatever. I don't know what's even common in all food. Because it doesn't seem like there's anything common in all food. 
right? No, I mean, I feel like there's vegetables most and then of them are beef. unique. Yeah. So his family doesn't eat meat. Um, and then they, then they stopped eating in front of him, period, because he couldn't even watch people eat. So he just drinks soda. Wow. The only reason I can kind of believe a little bit of this is because he's not doing it for attention. He had to stop eating food and started doing this. But I can't imagine he's got like a six pack abs. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> if all he, all is, is Pepsi and Coke there. I'm going to go over and talk to Phil, who lives in Florida. Hey, Phil, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on, man? How you doing, guys? Pretty good. What would you like to tell us here? Well, I, I was like, you know, uh, I'm a airplane, um, airline pilot and also a uh, the mechanic in the Air Force Reserves. And there's in the cockpit, we don't have like a dump poop dump switch in the cockpit to dump the toilet water out the back of the plane. So. Man, that'd be a cool button, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, like, like for example, like I would say the, the teams that are that you hate the most are the ones that probably beat you and annoy you on our sports show. And so, like, I'm flying over Knoxville and I'm flying over Austin <laughs> for the Longhorns or, or the Volunteers. And I'm like, well, time to release the poop switch for all the Razorback fans out Bombs there. Away. Yes, sir. That's what I do. Uh, so there is no poop switch. So how do you think that all that poop came out of the plane onto people? Well, yeah, the only thing I could think is that the valve might have failed because they have to, to dump the poop out, they have to hook up a hose and it gets sucked into a truck on the ground. So that valve might have failed us and, uh, and that might have jumped that way. So that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. A question that's not really related to poop on a plane, but as a pilot, have you ever been up in the air and you can't really let the people know they're flying with you, but you're like, uh oh. And have you ever had that feeling like, uh oh? So, something could be going wrong? Uh, you know, at times you have the hair in the back of your neck stand up when you, when you know that something is is uh, happening. And, uh, and uh, you know, but we're trained. We go to the city, you know, we do our training every year and we're trained to uh, emerge situations and we just deal with it. You know, that's, that's what our job is to do, keep everyone safe. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I'm glad you deal with it, but I just want to know if, like, my pilots are lying to me. Like, hey, was that, was that? I walk out and they're standing there. You know, the, everybody's there when you... Hey, so as that's just pretty bumpy. Do you guys feel good about that? I feel great. I fly all the time. It's just turbulence, just a bump on the road. But really, are they like, oh my god, we really got lucky there? You ever got real lucky up in the air, Phil? No, no. You know, uh, we 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 hit that turbulence, and sometimes it's unexpected. So it does sometimes catch you by surprise. You're like, where did that come from? But uh, I think Phil's falling code of conduct. Know, but, uh, He's falling in line <laughs> with the rest of the pilots who act cool, calm, and collected. I can appreciate that. Well, Phil, I appreciate your call, man. Thank you for listening to the show, and thanks for spending a few minutes with us. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. All right. See you, buddy. All oh, those pilots, they got the same story. <laughs> you want them to be cool, calm, and collected, though. Uh, no, no. I think they're lying to us. All right. Time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A 23-year-old liquor store clerk was indicted Friday on charges that she schemed to steal uh, $3 bucks because what happened was apparently somebody bought a $3 million ticket, and then she tried to cash it. Lunchbox, you tell the story? So what happened is the guy bought, like, chips and some other things and some lottery tickets, and he left without the tickets, forgot them, left them there on the counter. But he paid the money for them, and then it ended up winning millions of dollars, and she took the ticket and tried to cash it. How did they track back the whole situation? So what happened is she went in with the other co-worker and was like, all right, look, we're going to go. We're going to, we'll split this. Why well, did she put anybody in? Because That's, the other co-worker, they were working together at the oh, same time. Oh, they saw, she saw. Yes. And so the ticket was kind of torn or burnt and they asked her about it. And then they saw security cameras in the lottery office 
the two employees arguing over how much each one of them was going to get. And that's what sparked the investigation. If, if you buy something, but you leave it behind, you, you still, didn't, if you didn't sign it, you still keepers. bought it. I, I agree. Finders, keepers, losers, mm-hmm. weepers. I get it. <laughs> but according to the lottery office, that is not what happened. So they said they start interviewing her and she's like, yeah, I bought the ticket near the end of my shift. And, and she lied about it. Yes. And the, she was, they were like, OK, well, we're going to start investigating. You don't get the money until the investigation's over. Because she was like in the lobby telling that guy, you're only going to get 200000 of this. The and guy he, that bought it? No, the, the other co-worker. Worker. Got it. And that's what sparked the lottery office to go, wait a minute, something's fishy here. They reviewed the security fa- cameras from work, saw that she is not the one that bought it. Boom, busted. See you later. Ah. I guess what I would probably do is I'd, go buy one myself and be on camera buying a ticket. Ooh. Now, sure, they could, if they really wanted to get super granular with it, go check the numbers that were sold at that time, but I don't think they do that with every ticket. I would I'd, buy a ticket and say, this is the one I bought, and turn it in, and that's it, and hope I don't get caught. But I don't... Dude, you'd be a good con. No, like, that's I, a good I, idea. Here's the thing, though. I'll be scared the whole time I was going to well, get caught. Yeah. That's why I haven't robbed a bank yet. Oh, okay. I got a lot of great plans. But I don't do it because I would just be scared Uh that every day that everybody I was looking at was undercover Mm -hmm. copper. I was about to just, all the cars come flying in and arrest me. And these dudes don't give a crap. They're just like, I don't know. I couldn't do it. They're not very smart. I mean, she should have just gone 50-50 with her coworker. Like, and the person who left it behind just gets the money now? Or does that go, does that money? No, he gets the money. Wow. Wow. That's cool. That's good. You left it behind though. Yeah, you just left it. You like, must not care about the money Like, that how much? do you buy lottery tickets and walk out with your chips and not your lottery ticket? Distracted. If he left the yeah. chips behind and she ate them, if he just left the chips, that's not stealing. He left the chips behind. Good point. I agree. I, man, that guy. So you're thinking she should not be in trouble. No, she lied, though. She should have just said, I found the ticket. Somebody bought it and left it. I found it. And that'd be okay? They what would do you give her the money? Do? Yeah, I don't know. It's better than going to jail. What's happening now? Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to Ricky, who's on the phone. I do want to pull him up here real quick. Hey, Ricky in Austin, Texas. What's up, buddy? What's up, Bobby? How are you? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? I'm, uh, I just wanted to kind of call in and talk about how cool it was to meet you and Lunchbox over the weekend. Oh, Ricky. This is Ricky from the restaurant. Oh, Ricky. Ricky yeah. worked in the hotel. Oh, I remember Ricky. Ricky, yeah. wor- Ricky worked in the hotel and went in. He was like, hey, big fan of the show. I said, thank you. We sat down, talked to him for a little bit. And then Ricky also does music. And I went and sat with him in the lobby the next day. And we talked about social media and algorithms and music. And Really? This is that Ricky, right, Ricky? Yes, sir. Yeah, no, yeah. man. I, I really appreciate the time. Yeah, Ricky's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I put a picture of Ricky up on my Twitter Friday or Saturday. And I was like, this is Ricky. Who's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, cool, Ricky. I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. You did a good. Tell your bosses you need a raise or something. Uh, definitely. I'll be sure to play this message for him. Yeah. Play this back on the podcast. <laughs> no, he's Ricky a good employee. Ricky needs a raise. He's the best. Yeah. Ricky, what's the name of your restaurant? And we'll promote. We'll say people need to go there. That way they're like, wow, look what Ricky did. Yeah, definitely. Corinne. Uh, Corinne in Austin. Yeah. Corinne, which is in the hotel of. The Austin Marriott downtown. Boom. Go see my boy, okay. Ricky. All right, Ricky. Anything else you want to say? Uh, Shout out Lunchbox, man. It was really cool to finally meet you. Uh, like I told him, he's been my favorite personality on the show since I was a kid. Like, no offense to anybody else, but uh, just, uh, I just I love Lunchbox's personality. Did anybody sit down 
let's name Lunchbox and talk with you for 20 minutes about music and your future in music and, you know, I don't know, helping your career. And, <laughs> no, no, no. I just ask, I don't know. I just ask, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody carved out any time in the middle of the day. I don't know. What a busy weekend to sit with Ricky. I don't know. I mean, I did talk to him in the lobby. I mean, I talked to him about life, but I yeah. mean, it was only for about two minutes because Ricky had to get back to work. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ricky, I don't know if you remember this, but we met too. So. <laughs> really? <laughs> Everybody starts to get jealous. Yeah. All right, Ricky. Hey, I appreciate you, bud. Thank you for calling in and I hope that you play this back for your bosses. You did a, a great job, my friend. Do you mind if I give one more plug? Go for it, man. Um, my Instagram is Lil Rick ATX. Check out my music. I would greatly appreciate it. Lil Rick ATX. You Come got on. it, buddy. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great day. All right, Rick. You see you, man. All right, back to the news. The myth that women prefer bad boys to nice guys is just not true. Basically, because nobody wants to be in a relationship with someone who is rough around the edges, cold, and doesn't open up. And I see, I would agree with that. I think there's an attraction to it for a bit, but then it wears off. Totally. Because it's there's no longevity to wanting to be with a loser. Like at a bar situation, they're going after the bad boy. Well, maybe to like make out. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, guys, y'all speaking for all the women out yeah, there? Now? Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I was always a goofy, nerdy guy. And I yeah. just, it's what I, the story I tell myself, so I feel better. Yeah, yeah that yeah, explains yeah. it all. And also science. There's a large body of research that finds a congenial, cordial type of person does have happier longer, healthier relationships. That is from askmen.com. And anybody in a leather jacket will cheat on you. I made that up. Anybody in the what? In a leather jacket. Leather jacket. Uh, I was like, what? <laughs> leather jacket. Yeah, leather, leather jacket. Uh, okay, there's a timeless tradition of if you take somebody's hand while they're sleeping, if you put it in like a bowl of water, what happens? They pee. They pee. That's actually not true in any way whatsoever. Not at all. Never heard of that. You what? never heard put someone's hand never. in water? At slumber oh, it parties? happens. Uh-uh. Okay. Wow. Even though we hear stories that it works, research has been unable to duplicate the effect. So, you never heard that? No. You heard it, right? Oh, yeah. Lunchbox said it, it happens. Yeah, my dad, my bro- his brother did it to him, and my dad peed the bed. <laughs> so, my grandpa made my dad's brother sleep in the pee bed, and my dad got the dry bed. So, even though we hear stories that it works, researchers have never been able to duplicate the effect. None of the sleeping subjects, and they did thousands, who had their hands dipped in water ended up going to the bathroom. I think your dad just peed the bed and made a story up. (laughs) If you want to know what I think about that. It's coincidence. That's what I think. All right, short time, but that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. They put a new version of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix a few years ago. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good because, I mean, the old version used to be creepy. And Robert... Stack oh, the voice. voice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, w- that was like a scary movie to me more than it was figuring something out. But I was also a kid. But the Netflix version is like trying to figure stuff out. They even have an alien one, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that was good. So there was a whole story about a girl who's abducted and somebody watched it on Netflix and they found the girl. Crazy. Did you guys see this? Yes. So the mother of a girl abducted in 2017 is posted bail, was released from custody Tuesday morning. Her name is Heather Unbehind. She posted the bail. Now, Kayla, 15, who was allegedly abducted by her mother, was recently found in North Carolina. And it all happened because somebody watched the episode on her disappearance on the Netflix show and was like, what the? They saw her at a store, right? Yeah, yeah. it was the store guy. Like, wait, that that's her? Weird. I would also not have the guts to actually think it was her. Like, they'll be like, there's no way. I've always wanted to be the, have you seen this man? And like, yeah. yes, I saw him. It is unusual, but it's good that when someone does suspect they recognize someone, no matter how old the story might be, they're not afraid to give us a call so that we can come and investigate. Wow. But that girl is safe. What was the story? Because they took her 
from like like day or daycare. Or something it, like no, it was like she was having a visitation with her mother because the dad had custody, and when the mom was supposed to return the daughter, the dad went to pick her up, and they were nowhere to be found. She fled six years later. I mean, so it was just, she was just in her father's care, not daycare. Right. I, okay, got it. And so my whole thing is. If you are the store clerk, how do you rec- how do they know what the person is going to look like six years later and be like, oh yeah, I remember that nine year old from. Don't they do sometimes they do sketches, sketches though, where but, they're like, this is what they could look like, correct? And they're always pretty accurate. It's amazing how they can do that. Well, it's um, computer generated. Yeah. Well, there's uh, an app AI. That make us- yeah, you can do that on on Instagram. Right. I can see me at 55 right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ain't pretty, but, but I, I can she, see it. Was she still with the mom? I don't know. Yeah, I'm she was still with the mom. Okay, so yeah. did the clerk know what the mom looked like? Because she probably uh, good point. changed. Oh. Much. Yeah, I didn't think about that far. Yeah, that's actually better. I, I just I, went I, on good, to good the idea. Good, good thought. Good thought. But I think the story said he recognized the kid. Yeah, okay. he recognized the sure. kid is what it says in the yeah. story. Maybe because she's with Yeah, that's probably the reasonable thing, Amy, and we're all kind of I dummies. haven't read the story, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I only read the story. I didn't even. I didn't see the Netflix episode or anything. They got her. She's safe. That's wild. That is, it's wild also you can hide that long. Mm-hmm. That many years without being found. Yeah, do you change her name? Like when she goes to school, is she a different person? Does it say where she was taken from? Because I don't even think it was that far away. No, I think it was in North Carolina. It was in North Carolina. She yeah. was found in North Carolina. Crazy. Like how do you hide it that close but that long? And again, all the things you have to watch out for. Like I said, I'd be a bad criminal. Mm-hmm. I'd always be worried. Some, I'd be worried every clerk was going to tell on me. Then what do you tell the daughter? <laughs> do you just say the dad never came back? Like do you start lying to her? I mean, I'm... Also, I would assume based on my lifetime of experiences that there's a little more to the story probably i don't even know the full story but there's a little more to the story there's this side that side and then the real side Mm -hmm. and the mom because she didn't hurt the kid this is me completely just going off on unfounded uh guesses okay the mom took care of the kid she must have loved her must have thought that what the situation she was in was not good with that dad he just got her out of there so do you think she should not face charges or she should face charges? Well, no, she broke, no, she broke a lot of those charges. Uh, okay. yeah, I'm right. just can't. checking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. I'm like, she did get a free pass. <laughs> I mean, she didn't take care of her. But she broke the law. She broke the law. There's custody involved and right. she broke that. I'm just thinking, I don't think she was just a kidnapper. Right. She probably saw something and wanted to get the girl away from it because of the danger to her because she took care of the daughter for years and years without being found. That's so that's so jail girl. time or just like community service time? She'll probably in your do a little bit of you kind of almost have to have some punishment for kidnapping, Man. but it won't be twenty years. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there'll be some penalty for it. There has to be. She broke the law for yeah. years. She had to be like stupid Netflix when the episode went up. She'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> you hide out more once the episode goes up." Oh yeah. Like, or, do you take your kid out of school for a while, or just? public because now people are watching this on Netflix. It's a good point. And you know how you hover on Netflix over just the the little thumbnail and it starts playing it? What if like your daughter pops up and you're just... And that's the thumbnail? Oh (laughs) my god. (laughs) A driver in Colorado tried to switch seats with a dog to avoid a DUI arrest. Now on this one, I just wonder what he thought the best case scenario was. Uh My dog stole the car. That the cop goes, (laughs) okay, well Timmy, you get the ticket. And writes it a ticket and that's it. I mean, what... What does he hope happens here? Dogs learning to drive. The he man was, was stopped by police at 11.30 p.m. on Saturday for driving. 52 and a 30. The driver attempted to switch places with his dog, so he was in the passenger seat. <laughs> in his mind, what's best case scenario? That the cop goes, okay, I know the dog wasn't driving, but I can't really give you a ticket because you weren't in the seat. So based on formalities, you're free to go. 
I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll... The driver attempted to switch places with the dog. The male party then exited the passenger side of the vehicle and said, I, I wasn't driving. Because he had to know the cop knew, but maybe if the cop didn't see, but you probably saw a human head at least in there. <laughs> How far would you go with the story? Oh, I wouldn't stop. Just uh, forever. Circus dog. Man, this dog can actually drive. You it's guys, crazy. I know you don't. No one thought Jiminy Cricket could talk either. You know, I would. I'd fully just lean into it yeah. and not stop. And then I would try to convince the dog to talk or drive again. Why won't he do Come it? On, Why won't cops. he do it? Yes, the man was taken to the hospital. He was intoxicated, though. He was asked by an officer if he had been drinking. He ran away. Oh boy! I'd be like, "Have you seen Air Bud?" I'd start quoting <laughs> dog, special dogs throughout the history of time. The dog was handed over to a friend. And the dog will not face any charges. That's good. Thank goodness. I would like to talk to the guy, though, and go, I know you were drunk. But what were you really hoping? That they would take the dog in? <laughs> Arrest or, the dog yes. instead of him? Maybe that they, he was sleeping and the dog just... Knocked it out of took, gear. Yeah. But drive, they drove 52. <laughs> That's funny. On the right side of the road, <laughs> driving down the highway. Uh, there's a woman... And she has two uteruses, and the doctor said, hey, you may never have children because this is abnormal. Her name's Madeline, and that's what happened. She's 24 years old, and she had kids. She had one naturally. The other was uh, used IVF. Boom. But she had two uteruses, two cervixes. It's a one in 50 million miracle. She gave birth to two boys, Nate and Cole, in February. So if she's pregnant with twins and it's two uteruses, are they completely... They're not really twins. They just happen to Correct. show up at the same time. They're if brothers they or sisters. Yeah, they're just, just two people. You just bring the Siblings. Hey, you're coming to this party too? Yeah, me too. Hey, so two of those, does she have two of the other one? Too? No, they said cervixes and uteruses. Two what? The the, the thing. Would no, it be uteri? No, no, Eddie, stop. No. He's no, being Bobby ridiculous. Man. Bobby, stop. You would have said that. You know what I mean? Oh. No. Vagina? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Okay. No, these are internal organs. Okay. He just asked a question. All right, come on. I'm just, just medical. Well, I don't know. I need. I might need to Google the cervix. See, how do you have two cervixes <laughs> okay, without okay, hold that? Hold on. So, did they? They point. each were in their own little uterus. Uh, that's what the story leads you to believe. <laughs> that's legit. Then, yeah, they just grew in there on their own. Wow, hmm. man, that'd be scary. So, uh, hasn't this happened before? Where it they it just happened naturally? There was no IVF. A woman just ended up pregnant twice because, and that's when she found out she had two uteruses. But she didn't know. And she didn't know. And wasn't yeah. it two different dudes? Yeah, I think so. Ooh, she didn't crazy. know she was pregnant. Uh -oh. Yeah, that's the dog that was driving. You guys hear that? <laughs> He's now a guest on the show. Yeah, if I remember correctly, she yeah. got pregnant by a dude, didn't know she was pregnant, got pregnant again by a different dude, found out she was pregnant, but then she had two, and it turns out they came out from different dads because she had two uteruses. Wow. But only one vagina. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for answering that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we should take a break because we have reached reached the maturity level. Uh, like, it's going down as the show goes. Uh, oh, man, yeah. Here it is. What? Mom has twins with different dads after... Told you I didn't make that crap up. Yeah, oh, my God. No, we talked about it. That's legit. Why, had, uh, why legit? Why, it legit? why is the word legit the word you would use I don't there? know. But, I mean, it says, Mom gives birth to twins with different dads okay. after sleeping with two men on same day. Same day. Whoa. What does she do for a living? This new mom had a one in a million weekend, dude. conception. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's nothing. That's got a one to fifty million. Wow! Okay. Also, if there's two uteruses, then two cervix and is, two totally makes sense. And it's high up. It's the entrance to the uterus. Got it. Uh -huh. Got it. It's not where you're thinking. Got it.
It's like no, I don't want to do it. They don't want to do an analogy. <laughs> okay, we'll come back. Thank you. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos, and I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men... How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Police rescue a guy who claimed he was kept chained inside of his bedroom for three days by his girlfriend so he wouldn't cheat on her. Whoa. Now, here's what I want to say, because Lunchbox just screamed. I told you women are psychos. Yep. First first of all, it it takes one to know one. Like, he's not going to be dating somebody that's this nutty if he's not a little nutty himself. Second of all, what did he do to make it? What did he do? He cheated hard. He probably did something for her to to chain him up. Like, she shouldn't chain him up. I would just like to say that for the record. But it's not like they're living a happy, healthy relationship and all of a sudden she decided to chain him up. That's what I would expect anyway. The 29-year-old guy was rescued by the, co- by the cops. Yeah. After his girlfriend left him chained for three days, the police got there. The guy said that the woman who was 30 had been jealous, left him locked in the, locked in the room because she feared he would leave her for someone else. On Saturday, he was able to grab her cell phone and text a friend 
who alerted police. The woman was taken into custody and charged with kidnapping. Wow. It's from the Daily Mail. It's also a weird call to have to make if you're the friend who gets that text. And do you think they're kidding? Like, wait, <laughs> sounds like a joke. Like if Eddie texted me and says, I've been chained for three days. <laughs> help me. Help. I would just think that was a prank of some sort. Okay, you I'd be like, okay, fa- FaceTime me. Prove it. FaceTime me. What's up? I can't because then she'll hear. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. I'll catch you later. <laughs> that, would no! be what, that would be what would happen there. But that she even had the chains. Why would she have chains at her house? Well, Probably went and bought maybe them. Maybe they... Just for this? Yeah, went to the Home Depot. Wait, what you know saying, what I mean? Amy? And said, all right. <laughs> Amy's saying the what? Said, Amy th- thinks that she's using them for kinky stuff. Oh. That's where her mind goes. But then oh. she gets mad at us when we ask a scientific question. No, I said, if somebody had two vaginas when they yeah. had two uteruses. I said, I was going to say, maybe they belonged to them. <laughs> what? No, you that's were what not. That means, you were not going to say that. That's what I was going to say. Which that would what that that's what that would mean, but that's how I was gonna phrase and it. And we get told we're immature mm-hmm. for asking a scientific question. Okay. Correct. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Charlotte, North Carolina. John Shamrock likes to have breakfast for dinner once a week, so he always goes to the local Cracker Barrel to get his breakfast at dinner time. And he's sitting there talking to one of the waitresses when he hears a pop and hears feels a graze on his neck. He's like, man, I just got shot with a bullet. Mm. Another customer had the gun in the pocket. Oh, wow. When he reached for his keys, gun falls out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Boom. Something bit me. (laughs) Something bit me. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Dang. It's crazy. Here's the worst, dumbest thing about these open carry laws. You have a bunch of dumb people carrying guns Mm -hmm. that don't have a license that have probably never handled a gun because this person doesn't know what to do with the gun when they're not using it. I'm all for somebody open carrying if they know how to carry or open carry or have had a gun or have taken any sort of safety. I can I can promise you this person, the Cracker Barrel gun dropper did not know what they were doing. <laughs> I mean, Who puts they a gun have- in their pocket? Who puts <laughs> a gun in their pocket? You don't, and on TV, you know how they slide them in the back of their belt, like not yeah. belt, but in that spot. Don't, don't do that. Don't do what you oh, see yeah. on TV, people. I'm all, uh, it's so weird to have nuance in these situations where I'm a gun guy. I believe that if you sh- are trained and you understand guns, you should have one. But idiots like the Cracker Barrel gun dropper, which I named them, they shouldn't have a gun. Okay. And that's the person. He didn't die, did he? No, no. He just got a graze on the back of the neck. you know how lucky? Oh, yeah. You know how lucky he was that bullet yeah. wasn't eight inches a different direction and killed him? That is, that makes me so mad. Okay, but... What do you have for, uh, for, for breakfast? I, I, I love Cracker I, I, I don't know what he breakfast has. Two <laughs> eggs over easy. Man, their breakfast is so good. So good. Their dinner is so good. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Driving into work here, there's some of the worst roads we've ever had. And I think they're in the middle of constru- construction, but there are no, there is no construction, but there are like gaps of the road that are completely ripped up. And it's like, then back yeah. up. Terrible. I could see where wheels are being blown constantly. Not the highway even. Just like the road I take when I'm not taking the highway because I drove the Bronco in today. And that thing's like from the 70s. And so I don't really like to get it over 70 because it's from the 70s and it might explode. I don't know how the numbers <laughs> thing works. But there are also all these potholes. And it's, I guess there's an app you can report the potholes to the city. Or I saw it online. This guy went through his neighborhood and drew wieners over the potholes with spray paint. Oh, Hilarious. And they immediately filled them. Because they needed to get the wieners off the road. Yeah. Because nobody wants a wiener on the road. No, no, no. I know a lot of things I like in the road. Not a wiener. (laughs) And so that's what he would do. 
he would go through, armed with white spray paint, and he would draw wieners on all the potholes, and they were so upset about the wien. You should just be upset about the potholes popping people's tires. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that, that worked. Hey. Didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger get in trouble for like- He filled feeling- his own. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I read that. And then there was something wrong where he shouldn't have filled his own. <laughs> where for some- Mike, do you remember this story? Yeah, yeah it, they were it, doing construction, and he, they weren't finished yet, and he was tired of it, and he filled it. And th- but then they had to go and unfill it because he didn't <laughs> fill it right. <laughs> when all you have to do is draw a wiener on it. Right. You know? Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.